Hello and welcome to Blogging Business Owner Podcast. I'm your co-host Chaitanya. And I'm your co-host Anna. It's good to have you here. This episode may contain affiliate links. And remember, this is not legal or financial advice. Now, let's start the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Blogging Business Owner. And like we promised in the past, we are going live right now on green room by spotify so follow me on twitter to know when we're going live and once we get into the rhythm we can start to work together and pick what days what times work better for you you can find my twitter account by going to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash twitter and today we're going to talk about how to optimize your wordpress website and 10 ways to get higher so You know, optimizing your WordPress website is really important. Um, It helps with your SEO. It helps you to rank. And that's really where money comes in. You know, if you don't have a product or a service, your money will come in from ads and from people coming into your website. So you really want people to come to the website and for it to be discoverable. There are different sources of traffic that you can attract uh, for, for your website. And some of them are social media, organic traffic and so on. And you really want a high conversion with organic traffic because that will establish authority with your brand. So let's talk about 10 ways that you can optimize your website. And just as a, I don't know, disclaimer, maybe (laughs) I, I'm new to the websites and just kind of building and all that stuff. It is frustrating for me to be on WordPress for a long time and to be working on it and to be looking at cookies and so on. So I really nailed it down to working about an hour every weekend just on the website. And that alone has made it so that I am being found on the search engine, even though my website is only a couple of months old. And so it's really great. I think most people take about uh, eight months to uh, to appear on the search results. And I, I'm not saying that like my blog is you know, super popular and it's always appearing on the search results. I definitely know. <laughs> but I do have some... Um, some articles that have appeared on the first and second page of the Google search. So super happy about that. What is search engine optimization or SEO? Like we're going to refer to it. Well, 93% of online experiences start with an inquiry on the search engine. So that means that most people, when they're trying to find something, they first look for something on the internet. It doesn't just appear like on the discovery page. Most of the time. Yeah, and and this is including, I believe, also voice searches. And Google Chrome controls 45% of the internet, 60% of searches originating from mobile devices. So it's really important to be able to score on Google because they are the leading in the market. So even though you do want to keep your eye on Bing and all the other search engines, I mean, really, you're going to get the Best if you're looking for a, a U.S. market, if you are on Google or if you're basing your SEO on Google. Now, here are some tips that you can do that are very quick, very easy, and are going to help to boost your website. 
The first is you can install a free WordPress SEO plugin. I mean, there are some that are for sale. You have a couple of SEO plugins that you might want to that you might want to use. And these are usually to help you with keyword phrases, um, adding a meta description on your site, adding title tags, and then also it helps with social sharing. So it's really important when you are on your website to be able to get some of these SEO plugins. You can get some. I linked one for you here. It's the WordPress SEO all-in-one SEO path. That one's free and you can look at it, uh, go on it and see how it performs for your website. Now, the next biggest thing that you want to look for, and this is something that I've been struggling with or I've been focusing on for the last two months, has been website speed. So as you know, the faster your website loads, the more likely your potential customer will find your site. You know, research shows that 40% of visitors will abandon a website if it takes longer than three seconds to load. And 80% of visitors, if it doesn't load, will not return to your website. So those are huge, huge numbers that will have an impact on your website. You want to make sure that you're providing the best user experience. And that is where SEO really come, um, where website speed comes in. Now, speed also influences your conversions. So the faster your page loads, the higher conversion rates it'll have. HubSpot did a study on this and they found that for every one second delay, you lose about 7% in conversions. In the case of Amazon, for example, every second that the page doesn't load, it costs them about $1.6 billion in sales each year. So for big businesses and even for small businesses, the impact of having a slow website is tremendous and it will show. Even though we know all of this, uh, there was a study by Unbounced where they went around and they asked marketers, um, you know, if they thought that load speed was important. And 81% said yes, they understood how important load speed was. But only 3% ranked speed as a top priority. So even though we know it's super important, not a lot of people prioritize it. And again, it's all about user experience. So even if you are loading content and all that stuff, if it's not able to load on the front end, it's going to be really difficult to be discovered and to build a community. Now, how your website speed influences the visibility. Again, we talked about how there was an update in 2018 where it said that Google takes speed into consideration when calculating ranking and deciding where your site ranks on the SERP or the search engine results page. So you can be sure that load time will also play an essential role in how easily people find what they're looking for on the website, primarily if the mobile-friendly design is not yet implemented or up-to-date. Verify your site with Google Search Console and submit your XML sitemap. This is a way to tell Google and also your audience where they can find information, what information is provided on the website, what are your pillars. It's good for your audience. A lot of people will open up their website and like dedicate a page to the sitemap. 
and you know, not everybody does that, but in the back end, you do want to register your website with Google and let them know where things are, you know, located. Now, you don't necessarily need to do this if you have less than 100 pages on Google, but then you you can just ask Google to go ahead and index your site. Okay, I have all the links provided in the blog post, so I recommend that you look into that. Okay, so what is duplicate content? So duplicate content is a more serious issue than you might think, and it could actually impact your search engine in a big, big way. So duplicate content is when you have multiple pieces of content that are kind of appreciated equally. That is confusing for Google and also for your customers because at least from Google's point of view, it won't know which one to rank higher and can actually cancel each other out. So you don't want to do that. (laughs) All right, let's talk about optimizing pages and posts. So this section covers topics on optimizing each page and each post. And of course, we're going to talk about keywords and you know, providing fresh content on a regular basis. In order for your website to do a good job, you need to be with a reliable hosting provider. Your site, um, you know, there's different types of hosting providers, but really a new type of hosting is cloud hosting. And that's what I'm going to be focusing on today because with cloud hosting, your site is never alone. You can easily migrate to another service, um, usually faster than traditional ones. You can detect where their customers live and transmit content from a closer server. There's also security techniques, including encryption and monthly backups. I don't know if they're exclusive to cloud hosting, but it, it would be difficult to get all of these with the traditional type of hosting where, you know, where it's it's coming from your location. I use Cloudways and I would encourage you to use Cloudways as well. Five different providers that you can choose from and you can range your budget. So if you're into gaming and a lot of videos, right, you can get um, kind of a higher hosting package, maybe like by Amazon or Google. If you're like my website where it's mostly written and you know, some pictures, um, there's links to videos, things like that, but the videos aren't being hosted on the website, then you might want to go with something a little bit lower, um, like what I have. Super easy. And now for a break, stay with us. So as you know, I have been in the podcasting space for some weeks now, and I have been very lucky to produce successful episodes. If you want to hear more episodes, go to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast. Access the one stop to subscribe to your favorite platform and connect with us online. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast. You know that I've been posting on bloggingbusinessowner.com for a couple of weeks now, and I've been very lucky to rank on the first page of Google in my first month of blogging. When it comes to ranking, my favorite tool to use is Phrase. They have a great AI and care about their clients. They take the time to get to know what is most important to you and consistently make improvements to their service, like their website's answer bot. You can find the answer bod and more when you head over to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash phrase. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash F-R-A-S-E. Hosting your website just got easier. 
With Cloudways, I was able to set up my website in no time. Their easy to navigate features make hosting a website a breeze. So stop by bloggingbusinessowner.com slash cloudways for your free three-day trial. Bloggingbusinessowner.com slash C-L-O-U-D-W-A-Y-S. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash cloudways. Now, talking about posts, I want to take a moment to talk about interlinking. So interlinking is when you are linking to parts of your website. So for example, this article is going to link back to the article of Cloudways because we talk about it briefly. But if you want to go in depth, then you can go to that article. So that's interlinking because I'm linking two things, but they're on the same website. Now, Google divides links value base on which pages they appear on. Often the homepage of a website has more links than any other page and is therefore given greater weight by Google. This means that if you have several great posts, but only put them all together at one specific category page, instead of linking to newest posts from your home or blog page even, even though it may not be relevant for that category, the latest article will receive less attention since it's been buried in older topics. Much as possible, I mean, this kind of goes into content management where you want to be looking at your content on an ongoing basis and remastering it. So not only are you putting out fresh content, but you're also looking back and remastering content and you are adding related topics to that. So as you're remastering them, you're also interlinking and finding sources that that are aligned with your topic and also fixing any broken links. The biggest thing that came up when I was doing this, um, when I was looking into this subject was the image file size and quality optimization. So when we talk about file size, you know, there's three factors for image optimization. It's files that can be easily accessed across devices, so that means tablets, phones, PCs, or desktop. Files are accessible quickly and seamlessly. And media and files are top quality. So these are three main things that you really want to focus on. Let's talk about resolution optimization. So to have a successful website, you need more than just quality content. You also want visitors to quickly load your site and search engines like Google or Bing to find it easily when they perform searches. So if you're looking into improving the look of your images online, either on your blog or your website, uh, here are a few tips. So make sure that all of your uploaded pictures look their best. So this means that, you know, they're easily to see and that it's not small picture that you blew up and now it, it has lost this like vibrancy. The second is upload less high resolution images. So I know that high resolution is always the best, but it's not always supported by your website. And so you really want to make sure that you are uploading less high resolution images. You might just want to, you know, focus on the ones that are the most important. And then for everything else, just, you know, make sure that the quality is good, but maybe the resolution is not as high because it takes more time uh, to load. And 
if you really need to have a high resolution, you might just consider a maybe like a smaller version of that picture. Okay, third and last tip is keep an eye on your image quality. So make sure you have a good picture editor and that you only upload images that look like they belong on your site. So there has to be some continuity, you know, with the brand. It can't be, um, I mean, it could be, but preferably it's not some animation, um, some home pictures, right? So those variations. I have a lot of this information on the blog as far as resolution options and what's the best size. And um, I'm going to put a link to that so that you can you can see all that. Let's go to tips and frequently asked questions. As little disclaimer, this section includes AI voices. Question number one, what are some quick WordPress tips? Okay, so I do list about 20 tips that can help you rank. But there is also a an article that I will link. It's called 30 plus um, small changes uh, for big success. And that will help you to identify what are some small changes that you can do in, you know, in that hour of time in the weekends or, you know, whatever amount of time that you dedicate ongoingly to your website that will result in big changes uh, for for your website. So some of those include like the title, right? You don't want your title to be short, but also not super long. So between like three and 30 characters, take advantage of bloggers network by writing articles on popular blogs. So guest posting. And I do want to do a little plug that we do guest posting on blogging business owner. So if you're um, interested, you can go to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash guest post posting. Sorry. Okay. And then that your titles are relevant, right? With the, and there's a description that also is relevant to what you're talking about. Okay. Next question. What are the top nine tips to improve WordPress website speed? <laughs> so I do list these on the article, but overall, um, you do want to get rid of cache or cache and delete like temporary files, like things that you don't need anymore. Just get rid of them so that they're not being held in storage. You want to make sure that your plugins are up to date, right? You don't have too many plugins, but you have the ones that you need and they're updated on a regular basis. You can do that on WordPress. You can enable auto updates. Maybe you don't want to do that every time or for every plugin. Maybe some of them you want to do it manually, but there is an option for that. You want to compress graphics when it's possible, right? You want to upgrade your WordPress as much as possible, but also keeping in mind that every time that you upgrade your WordPress, the plugins might not work because the plugins also on their end need to be upgraded to the latest version of WordPress. So for me, that's something that I, I don't auto upgrade the WordPress. I do that manually because I want to make sure that the plugins that I prioritize are going to upgrade with, um, with WordPress. And you want to evaluate your theme. You know, if it's not working for you, if it's not working for your customers, maybe you need to get another theme. Um, and if you're looking at speed, 
consider a CDN. I have a CDN right now and I don't know what's wrong with it, uh, but that's part of the conversation that we're having. So if you are interested in that conversation, we I talk about it in length in the income reports um, because, of course, you know, speed is correlated with income. And then learn how to optimize your images for search engine. Next question. What is the fastest way to rank new content? So the fastest way to rank new content is sharing it. So at the beginning, um, you won't rank on Google if it's a brand new website, especially if it's, if it doesn't have a lot of backing, like the brand, if the brand is brand new and you know, the website is new and all that stuff, it probably will be hard to rank. So what you want to do is you really want to share it on your social medias and promote it so that people have access to your website and and know about it. You also want to, you know, have a sitemap that you are submitting to Google and updating on a regular basis. If you don't have over a hundred pages, you can still let Google know that you're there and, you know, request an index. I'll put the link um, in the blog as well. So thanks for that question. I appreciate it. Next question. What are 10 best practices to improve web page rank? So we talked about this a bit, and I know that some of these questions are a little bit similar, uh, but basically it's updating your plugins, optimizing your graphics, upgrading WordPress when it's possible, use a CDN. Um, I use a social media plugin as well, not because I want people to go off the website, because that's that's not the point, but I there is some information, you know, um, at least in my social medias, that may spark up some curiosity, and then people can go search that on the website as well. Thanks for that question. Next question. How can I optimize my website speed? There's a couple things that you can do, and I have done a couple of these. Again, I need to contact Cloudways and look into my CDN. But some of the things that I've done, you know, so far is going into Google and performing a page speed check. So that's the first part because I want to know how good my speed is for both desktop and for mobile. So those are two, two factors that you really want to look into. The next thing is you want to, you know, after you do the speed test, you want to analyze your traffic data. So where people are coming from and calculate how much bandwidth your site is consuming. That you can go with your hosting provider and you can, usually you don't have to talk to someone. You can just look it up on the website. Thanks for that question. Next question. How can I make WordPress load faster? Well, there, there's a couple of ways that you can do that. You know, if you're working with a web developer, uh, they might be able to go ahead and do that for you. Um, but one of the ways that you can do it on your own is again, looking at the content and making sure that it's like, you don't want to host your own videos most of the time because it does carry a large load on your website. So you need to have, you know, storage and bandwidth. Uh, so working with your hosting provider is really important for that. But a lot of the times just adding a couple of videos on a regular plan is it's usually overloading. So you can do things like posting videos unlisted on YouTube, but then they can share the link, right? Or you can get um, different providers. I use Adillo 
and Adela will host my videos and uh, they are also secured so that people can't like copy them or sorry, record them on the screen, things like that. And you also want to optimize for the website. Um, I'm sorry, you want to optimize your website with the search engine. So you want to make sure that you're keeping up to date. Uh, with the search engine that you prioritize. So I prioritize Google because my customers are in the US. And one of the ways that I do that is I have Google on my Twitter because they usually will post um, like when they have an update. Usually their updates are like in video. Uh, so I'll do that. And that that's usually like what I do. I also go on the Google website and I look at um, their courses and things like that. And I, um, I go ahead and join those and those are usually super helpful. Thank you for that. How can I rank faster? Okay. Just three things very quickly is look at your theme. So if your theme is not responsive, it's self so responsive means that it changes, like it modifies for that device that you're on. So if your theme is not responsive, switch to a responsive theme because um, you know, the worst thing about having an unresponsive theme and searching it via phone is that it's really hard to navigate. And like we talked about before, a lot of these searches are being done on mobile devices. So get a responsive theme. You want to optimize the content up on your website. All right, make sure that, you know, the videos and the images and uh, maybe even audio recordings, that those are all optimized or plugins. And number three is you want to make sure that you're aligned with Google search engine optimization or whatever is your, your search engine. Thanks for that. And next question. Can you pay Google to rank higher? So you can definitely ask Google to index your website, to give you, um, to sitemap your website. You can do things like that. But basically the answer is no, uh, you can't pay Google to rank higher. Now you can buy ads on Google and that could potentially help you, but it won't make you rank higher. What it'll do is it'll just like drive traffic. And by driving traffic to your website, you can potentially rank higher, but there's so much more, you know, so many more factors to that. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Next question. How does Google rank number one? So the Google search engine is the most popular search engines. I know there's, there's others and, you know, different countries kind of go to different search engines. Uh, but at least in the U.S., Google is the most popular. And the algorithm is designed to show the best search results uh, to the searcher. So according to Google, I'm going to read this part. Uh, they say, for each search, Google decides what ranking signals are most important to rank high. A result needs more than just a good search engine result. It needs to satisfy user needs. We evaluate a site's usefulness by examining factors including relevance, usefulness, trustworthiness, accessibility, desirability, and much more. You know, in addition to all of this, uh, Google evaluates your site's content, kind of evaluates if it's like intelligent and if it's going to answer the search. So you want to make sure that you are establishing yourself as an authority. I think when they came up with the acronym EAT, they also talked about, you know, if, if you're not 
um, some way, like a, like a medical person or have some type of like license, but you're giving health advice, like they were going to rank that lower than other people who do have the license. So there, you do want to look at your niche and kind of look at how Google is targeting that. Next question. What is the best way to improve search engine ranking? Okay, there's a little bit more. So for example, if you were to optimize your domain's HTML title tag to be the first descriptive phrase in the title of your article, you'll get a better keyword match. So you want to make sure that you are providing keywords and that you're putting them in the title and in the meta description because those are the things that will appear first. And those are indicators to Google that that might be a potential answer to the search. So yes, use keywords, but you know, really prioritize your keywords for your title and your meta description. Also like in your blog post and all that, but just for the sake of being found. Good luck with that. I appreciate your question. Next question. How do I optimize my website for search results? There's a couple of like ineffective SEO tactics, which include your all of your title is all caps or like all of your blog posts as well. Also, if there's like too many numbers, it's too long or it has like repetitive headlines, those are things that you want to look for and, and fix, right? You want to optimize it so that you don't have those uh, factors in. You want to create headlines that tell exactly what you're going to be ta- uh, writing about in that passage because it's from a user point of view, it's faster to find the answer that way because a lot of us look at the um, table of contents and just kind of go to the section that we're most interested in. But also it, you know, from an algorithm point of view, it helps the search engine to find the answer to the search a lot faster. So you want to find, you know, relevant keywords um, and you could even do like an SEO test and see um, how well you're ranking. I'm going to go ahead and um, link in phrase here. I think um, there's a link as well, uh, bloggingbusinessowner.com slash phrase. So phrase is a great way to check your SEO. I should say that all the tools, like all the SEL tools, they're not like going to be perfect. Um, they're all going to have a little bit of fault because they're all dependent on Google. So when Google makes an update, they have to update their software as well, which means that there's kind of a lag. Uh, so you're not going to find like the perfect tool that's going to give you, you know, all the perfect formula to rank. And some of my articles I write and they're a hundred percent SEO. And then I look at them again eight months later and they might be at, you know, at a lower percentage. And that's because SEO changes, right? Like what people are searching for most changes, like, you know, all the time. And what you were ranking for when you first wrote it or published it is maybe not, you know, what's the most relevant now, which goes into uh, content management as well. There's also another tool that you could use. You could use um, SEM Rush, uh, and that is a very powerful tool that you can use. And it does give you like mind map and other benefits as well. 
I will say that it is, from what I remember, it's pricier than Phrase, but it's because you get a lot of benefit from it. Phrase is, is really more about writing and, and SEM is more about like the whole thing, the whole website <laughs> put together. So kind of think about, you know, your budget and what you're looking for. But these two tools are, are some that I use and I find them super helpful. Thank you for that. Next question. How long does it take for Google to rank your page? Well, it usually takes about eight months. I think you'll often see like six months, but um, in reality, what I've heard and found is that it takes about eight months. And, you know, what you can do is you can refresh the website and, you know, kind of observe it in different devices from different accounts and kind of see, um, you know, if you're looking for something like some keyword, you can go ahead and, you know, type it in. You can even go incognito and see where you land. Um, you can also use AREFs. That's a really good uh, way to see where you're ranking. I join like their free account and I get monthly updates of where I'm ranking on the search. Also, Phrase does this for you. I haven't done this with SEMrush, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they would do it as well. Uh, but I haven't done it with them. Anyway. <laughs> All right, last question. And, and thank you so much for that. Calling in from North Carolina. Thank you for continuing your show. My question is, what is a good page load time? So you don't want your website to take longer than, you know, like a second <laughs> to load. Uh, but there is some ways, like you can run a, a speed test with Google. I, I have the most experience with Google, but whatever your uh, search engine is, they probably have a speed test too. Uh, but I'm going to be talking about Google. You can go to the Google speed test and I'll go ahead and link it here. You can run a speed test for your desktop and mobile devices for your website. And it'll give you three different ranges. It'll give you, I think it's like a red, yellow, green. And you basically want to be in the green, which is 90 to 100. So run that, you know, on a, um, just kind of like, I run it on a weekly basis because that's what I'm focusing on right now. But if I wasn't focusing on it, I would probably just do it like once a quarter or something like that. Thanks for all of your questions. I really appreciate it. And just know that if you're struggling to optimize your WordPress website, then, you know, this was the perfect place for you to be. And if you need more information, there's the blog post, which is has a ton of links and um, visuals for you. And I try to make it as reader friendly to understand just because some of these concepts are, are difficult for me as well. And I've just looked at enough sources to sort of like kind of make sense of them, but they're always changing anyhow. Thanks so much for joining me today. I appreciate you and I will uh, continue to uh, bring you great content every week and to record our lives together. Um, again, follow me on Twitter so that you know when I'm going live. I would love to hear from you. I would love to get your questions live. But, you know, if, if you don't get a chance, you can always go to the contact me page at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash contact. And you can send me your questions there. You can do it on social media 
Um, and there's also a way to leave a voicemail. Um, there's two ways actually. Um, but the one that I can remember right now is on anchor. So you can go to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash anchor and you can leave a voicemail there and I would totally appreciate it. And I would love to hear from you. All right. Take care. Thank you for connecting with us. It's always a pleasure and privilege to share time with you. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform where you can consume our podcasts and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and comment on the blog post. You can find the show notes by going to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash show notes. I'm your co-host, Anna. And this is your co-host, Chaitanya. Thanks for joining us and listening to us today. I hope you have a wonderful day. Hey, it's Anna, and the newsletter is open right now at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. My newsletter is the most comprehensive service for blogging business owners. Each week, the newsletter focuses on strategies, features, and the benefits for online businesses. The Blogging Business Owner newsletter is the number one way that I get to connect with you each week. Having the newsletter is what drives traffic to my site every single day. So dive in now at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. Bloggingbusinessowner.com slash N-E-W-S-L-E-T-T-E-R. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter.